Welcome to the Lead Volunteers Podcast. I am your host, Josh Denhart. The Lead Volunteers Podcast exists to help you, the ministry leader, get organized, stop the revolving door of volunteers, and prevent ministry burnout. This podcast is a production of the leadministry.com suite of resources, which includes our flagship course, Lead Volunteers, how to recruit, train, and retain volunteers. Let's jump into the podcast. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of the Lead Volunteers Podcast. So grateful. We're here in West Virginia, Beckley, West Virginia, and I'm here with my friend Rhonda Duckworth. Now, here's the funny thing. Rhonda, you and I have been working together for about a year and a half, but we finally met face-to-face this week. Yes, we did. So when we first met, I think it was at a conference. Am I right? No. Where did we first meet? Your husband said it was a conference. Where did we meet? Uh, we met here for the first time in the gymnasium. Ever, for the Sunday. first time. Mm-hmm. Okay. So how did you find out about what I do? Um, for me, I was just um, wanting to do some outreach. I just yes. felt God leading me to do something bigger than what we're doing in this building. So to get outside of the walls of the church. Correct. So I'm on some different um, um, ministries uh, online. Uh, yeah, like some Facebook groups and Facebook things like groups. that. And I, I just reached out and asked those groups, whom I also don't know, um, it, it, what, what outreach they would recommend. And many of them had seen your show at conferences. Yeah. And yes. I, that was the thing that kept popping up was the Amazing Chemistry Show, the Amazing Chemistry Show. So, so that led us to get on the phone together. Correct. And here's the crazy thing. This is what I have appreciated about you this whole time is that you were an absolute huge dreamer. You dreamed so big. And, and I gotta be honest, like, as we were talking, you had this nice, nice little soft voice, you know what I mean? (laughs) I thought, does she know what she's getting into here? You know? And we worked on this for a solid 18 plus months. Correct. And you raised an insane amount of volunteers and community dollars this was a big deal. Yes. So let's let's just kind of share the story as to how this happened. Speak up just a little bit too. Okay. Well, uh, again, it began with you, uh, Terry, my uh, my, my sidekick. sidekick in Adventure yes. Alley, our children's ministry. Um, we just decided to get on the phone with you and went from there and shared the whole vision of now at this point. See, because on my website, I don't even I don't even really have that big of a deep dive into this thing called the Day of Science. Correct. So to let the kids, let the the cat out of the bag, Mm -hmm. we ended up doing this big thing called the Day of Science, where it is a one-day local missions trip into the foreign land of a public school. Correct. That's what it is. Now, in in when we were on the call together, normal people, you're special, right? (laughs) Normal people hear about the one-hour show, they hear about the three-hour family experience. But as I was talking to you and I heard your heart for wanting to reach into the community. I said, okay, well, there is this other thing. And as you, what, what were your thoughts as you heard about this kind of school bit? I was excited because for me, the, you know, as a, as a children's director at a church, our mission field is wherever the kids are. That's right. So wherever the kids are is going to be schools. And the funny thing is, is I think in my mind, where are the huddled masses? Where are every race, creed, color, where's every the melting pot is the public school. Absolutely. Right. 
And so you caught that vision pretty early on. And I remember, I mean, it, it is an investment because I mean, I bring in 100% of all of the materials. It's a very well-oiled machine, but there's, a, as I said to you on the phone that first time, I said, girl, this is a lot of moving parts to this. Yes, you did. <laughs> yes, you did. And I almost, I almost wondered at that point if, if I was getting myself into too much. Well, I could tell mm-hmm. that's your voice. And, and, and it was touch and go for a while mm-hmm. because there was a lot of funds to be raised. And I just, we had, we continued to have phone calls together and you'd say, okay, well, help me out here real mm-hmm. quick. What am I supposed to say to this multi-million dollar organization? Mm-hmm. And we did it. Oh, you did. You were very encouraging too on those, on those very stressful days. You yes. talked me down. Well, one thing that I always appreciated is that, is that you said, I'm so grateful that you take my calls. Well, of course, yes. but I'm pretty quick. Very. You quickly answered emails. You quickly answered phone calls, you quickly answer texts, and very often your texts were just call me. Yeah. And then, and so I've actually gotten very comfortable calling and saying, hey, there's what's yeah, going yeah. on. And, I, and, and you also quit apologizing, which was nice. Right? I, I you, you did felt apologize. Like you, but you didn't need to. <laughs> no, because here's the thing. We entered into, we were entering into ministry together. Correct. We were a team. Yes. Um, and so lo and behold, it went from one school, you called me on the phone and said, Hey, would it be possible to do a second school? Yeah. And, and in my mind, I remember going, that's a big deal. You're not in your mind. You said that's a big deal. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I was, I wasn't, I knew I, I've done it before. I know it can happen, but it's, it, it, it makes it far more complex. Mm-hmm. And so I thought, okay, can we do this? And I had to count the cost too. Correct. I'm a go-getter, mm-hmm. you know, and I'm willing to take on a whole bunch of big things, often way bigger than can actually happen. You are high energy and it's infectious. Well, I appreciate hearing <laughs> that. Thank you. Well, it was fun. Um, we got on the phone with, so just to give everybody an idea of what this is. So yes, it is a one-day local missions trip for the people of your church to go into a public school, this foreign land, serve, meet a real need and then go back home and sleep in their very own bed. Correct. Right? So what we do then, I bring in all of the science stuff to do five different hands-on science experiences, five for the younger elementary, five for the upper elementary. We literally take over from the first bell to the last bell of an entire day of school. That's pretty cool. It is. And all of the science projects, all of the supplies are all taken care of. So I have to pack all that stuff up think through what am I missing, bring it all in. We unload it with a team of people. Uh, we have a teacher meeting and the teachers are like, now what are we doing here? What, are, what, what kind of craziness? You saw the looks on their faces. A lot of confusion. Just were, not, not, not because they didn't have the material, just they, like, they didn't understand. This is, this is unlike anything else that they'd ever, they'd seen. ever seen. So you just don't know what it looks like until you right. see it. And then after they saw it, it they, they were truly it. amazed by it. Yes. And so the funny thing is, that's why I have that teacher meeting. Because I was mm-hmm. a teacher for years, and a bunch of the teachers are like, now what kind of craziness are you bringing into my school here? And I'm a really, I run a tight ship as a teacher. Well, I run a pretty tight ship too, wouldn't yes, you say? Yes, uh, extremely tight ship. So I go into that meeting reassuring them that this is not going to be a clean up on aisle nine train wreck. And, you know, when I let them know that I have a, a master's in effective instruction and am national board certified in young adult adolescent science, that, that 
You saw their faces. I watched because I also am a former public school teacher. Yes. So as soon as you said that, I immediately looked at the teachers because I knew there was going there would be relief on their faces. And there was. Yes. Yes. So that's here's the funny thing is that is like my buy-in. Mm-hmm. As soon as I say that, they're like, okay, I've upped my level of trust. Correct. Immediately. Like my cred, my street cred, mm-hmm. right? My school cred is up. I'm in. Mm-hmm. And, but then you have, to, you have to fulfill on it. Absolutely. So we set everything up. That was great. And then we had a, an entire army of volunteers from your church. Yes. Talk about that a little bit. Uh, for the first school, we had uh, volunteers strictly from Cross Point. Your church. From our church. And also uh, with some parents from Crescent Elementary that were sprinkled in. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was also an undertaking just to get those volunteers because oh, they, they really didn't know what they were getting into either. Um, and so many of them, although they were excited about it, they, they weren't comfortable with being in a classroom. Um, but it was, it was a constant communication with the ones who were willing to do that mm-hmm. to say, you can do this. This is, this is something that is set up so seamlessly. Yes. And of course the teachers are in the rooms with the kids. So they, they, they realize they didn't have to handle any any discipline no problems, issues, which nothing. there were none anyway. And the reason why there aren't any, because it is high-end, fun, super cool science. Oh, it's so engaging. There, is, there are no, no referrals. No kids have to go no. to the office that day. Correct. And I found that all over the country. The mm-hmm. principals are like, we didn't have one single kid get in trouble today. No, these kids and, were happy. Yeah. And, and the funny thing, too, is that once we showed your volunteers some of the videos mm-hmm. in terms of what they were I mean, really, because in a sense, I have filmed myself in a little science studio with four different HD cameras and my manic personality (laughs) and my tie-dye lab coat, (laughs) right? And those videos, that's what leads the way. Correct. And so the volunteers are simply pushing play and pause and helping kids construct a rocket, helping kids build a catapult that they get to take home. Right, right. Right. And so it isn't hard. No. I think one of the bigger barriers is, is, and this is true for everything. It's, it's helping people to bridge the gap between what I don't know and what I'm going to do. Correct. That's all, that, that mm-hmm. was the hardest battle. Mm-hmm. Now, how did you feel from, I get it, I'm not trying to self-laud on this, but I, I do think it's important for the listeners. From a, from a me supporting you from 1,500 miles away, how did, that, how did that go? Besides just the phone calls, I mean, like the download site, some of the, what would talk about that? Um. Well, initially, I mean, from the get-go, I trusted you. Mm-hmm. I just, you just, there's, you just have a personality that drew me in. Sure. Um, and um, from there, I just began, I began looking at all the materials. Um, and as soon as I started looking at the materials, I, and I videoed, I mean, I Googled a lot. Uh, there's a out. lot of stuff out there. Uh, a lot of your videos, a lot of, yes. just, I just researched really. And the more I researched, the more I trusted. And the support, I tell you, like I've joked about this for years. I've I've changed my language, but really I do have the spiritual gift of administration. Absolutely. That's what it is. Mm -hmm. And so what is the spiritual gift of administration? It's, It's having all of the background things so seamlessly linked together that ministry happens smoothly. Yes. That's the spiritual gift of administration. And so... We all have gifts. Mm-hmm. And so this is just my 
my contribution to the body of Christ, right? Yes. Well, everything you have from from the day of science to, you know, the schools here tonight or the shows here tonight at the church, everything is so organized and mm-hmm. so measured. And so yeah. it's really all you have to do is follow the instructions. That's if you the can truth. read and follow instructions, you can do this. 100%. And not, by the way, I'm a terrible reader. Like, I don't like if I see a long thing, I'm like, I don't, I don't like to read mm-hmm. stuff. But there's a bunch of videos that say the exact same thing. Well, not that only, walk you through it. Not only videos, but even packing up the boxes, getting getting the boxes out and okay, so setting you're up the about classrooms. The tubs. Correct, <laughs> setting up those tubs, putting them in the classrooms. There were simple step by step instructions with a picture. Yeah, and like a picture and one sentence and a little arrow. So people are kind of like, I mean, literally anybody, mm-hmm. anybody could do it. Absolutely. And that's, that's, this, mm-hmm. that's the role of a pastor is to build up the body to do the work of the ministry. But if I have to be present to go, oh, no, 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 it has to be set up just like this. What? Mm-hmm. This thing can't be scaled. Mm-hmm. You can't do that. And so by, by putting the time into those cards, then an entire army of people can pull this off without my presence. Correct. That's the win. The first tub that I unpacked, I, the, it, the thought went through my mind that a, a responsible elementary school student could do this guaranteed. Mm. That is such a win for me to hear. Now, all of that work that I put in is so that we can easily pull off big ministry. That's the whole point. Now, on one hand, thus far, we did these two schools. They went very well. Yes, I mean, I was blown away, especially at the first school. Mm -hmm. Second school, their building is a little bit like a labyrinth. So that was confusing (laughs) for us, right? Mm -hmm. But it really did. They went off really, really, Mm -hmm. really well. A board officials came, like this, the, the assistant superintendent came. We had two different TV stations come. Yes, newspaper. Newspaper. The director of uh, early childhood and elementary education was there. Yes. Twice. So the, she came twice yes. to both so of them. So the director of all of the elementaries came. So this was a huge win. Yes. On many, 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 many levels. So watch this. Let's say that nothing further happened except for those two schools. Slam dunk, huge win. Your church. Now, okay, here's my philosophy for, for outreach. Here it is. Good works to your community leads to goodwill within your community, which leads to an opportunity to share the good news. Amen. So you guys did a good work. You went in and did something that that school could never pull off without you. There's no hope. They don't have that many volunteers and they don't have all this science stuff. So your church did a good work. Automatically, all of those teachers love your church more than they did before. Fair? Fair. So that's goodwill. You deposited goodwill. Now that leads to an opportunity to share the good news. Now stick with me. If we only went to the schools, your church has such a good reputation now that the, the doors are open and the red carpet has been laid for them to hear the good news somehow in connection with your church. Correct. Even if we didn't do this evening's event. However, the strategy, the whole thing is we go into the schools, we do this big thing, and then we have this big event tonight. Correct. At your church. Right. Which now was our motive. <laughs> that was the motive all along. Correct. Now, here's the crazy thing. Um, yes, we did two schools, but this thing at the church, like, I'm so excited. It's, it's almost out of control. It, it, it is. <laughs> so share about that. Um, I mean, what, like it started with one your, your, your auditorium holds 400 plus. Correct. So you call me on the phone and you're like, well, first of all, we, 
We sold free tickets. I know that sounds like an oxymoron, mm-hmm. but people reserved tickets. They reserved tickets. And that was upon my suggestion. Yes. Because we, this is, I knew this was going to be big enough that it was going to be bedlam. Right. So all, all of a sudden he called me and you're like, okay, so the first, the entire auditorium sold out. Now what? I said, do a second show. Do a second show. Uh, and, and so then we have another one. And all of a sudden you called and said, okay, um, my senior pastor and our administrative pastor, we need to get on a call together. And I said, well, just do a third show. And they're like, yeah, we want to talk about this because it was, they were freaking out. Well, you have to consider your building, the parking. Yes. The, and that's what I didn't understand. Mm-hmm. For me, I was just, you know, with a good mm-hmm. heart. I didn't mean to be flippant, but I was like, at a third show, mm-hmm. we're good. And they're like, yeah, well, we kind of like, where's everybody going to park? And so then we worked through, how are, how's everybody going to get in and out? And so I've done this many times. And so I think that that call was super helpful. It absolutely was. And after, after we, you, you got off the call, the three of us spoke and they were, they suddenly, uh, they trusted you as well. Oh. And, well, that's and they were like, re- if he thinks we can do it, we're going to do it. Okay. And then we actually considered the fourth show. Hey, podcast friends. I want to give you my sincere thanks for listening to the Lead Volunteers podcast. I am genuinely glad you're here. Hey, if this podcast has has been a blessing to you, could I ask you for a favor? Trust me, it's easy. First, would you subscribe to the podcast? This helps so much with ranking. Second, would you leave a positive comment on the podcast site that you use? Comments really help with ranking. And third, would you copy the link to this podcast and share it on social media, possibly even inside of a closed ministry Facebook group? I would love to have your support and your help. Now, listen, if you do those things, it would greatly help and push things forward. All right, enough of that. Let's get back to the podcast. Um, and I want to let you know, I'm prepared to do it. And what time is it now? <laughs> like we got like five <laughs> hours until the whole thing, four right. hours until the whole thing kicks off three right. hours. I'm completely prepared. Mm-hmm. Oh, I know you do, are. Uh, to do another one. Yeah. And it would be, that would be a joy to me. There's going to be like 13, 1400 people hearing the gospel tonight. Yes. And we've already put, we packed out your, your auditorium. We brought out more chairs. It's about as full as the thing. Could get. Yes. And I am so thrilled. We even had a prayer service on Wednesday. We did. That was so special for me as well. And we fasted and prayed on Monday as a church. Yes. So this is not a small thing. We're looking for the gospel to be shared in a really, really, really special way. Absolutely. That's the exciting part. That's the exciting part. All of this work for that. Right. Um, I think it's important to note that you were stressed. (laughs) Really? (laughs) Yes, a little bit. Actually, I was, I was fine until the last week. And that's when I started to get a little stressed just because it just suddenly I realized this is happening. That's exactly Mm -hmm. right. And I think that it's important to to note that that is a good case of Mm -hmm. the normals when we're pulling off something that is significantly bigger than any one of us. It's Mm -hmm. like, oh, drama. Mm -hmm. How can we, how can we pull this off? Well, God God has just been in this from the get go. And the more the more hurdles that we seamlessly went over, yeah. the more I realized, okay, this is something God really wants. I wasn't, I this just it. was not my imagination. This was something that he wants to happen. And I have to say that over time, I also began to trust you 
because on every one of our phone calls, you'd say, okay, I mean, I, I don't know if I've ever had anybody work as hard as you have. I've not told you that yet, have I? No, I don't say. think I've had anybody work as hard to pull off an event. It took us 18 months to whip this thing together. Yes. And that meant you um, really going in and asking, I mean, how many, how many different organizations have, are participating from a fundraising standpoint? I'm going to say like 25. Yes. But we had, we, we started with the um, um, Chamber of Commerce mm -hmm. and um, they, they helped us. They gave us all the list of the businesses and, um, and we just started from there as a staff. We were, mm -hmm. I mean, there, it wasn't just me. It was <laughs> a lot of people just, we sent out letters, we sent out emails, we contacted, you know, yeah, but hundreds here's the thing, of people. Though, hundreds of people for sure. And I remember like pre-writing. Mm -hmm. we, 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 I, have, I have an entire packet. It, like, yeah. And that we used. To tell about that just briefly. Just anything you needed. I mean, anything you needed to, from, from the pitching for, to people pitch. for funds. Right. You, it's already we, there. We call it the underwriting plan. So Correct. we have a full entire packet with downloadable resources mm -hmm. to go. How could I get big givers to help pull this off? And it's so like all of a sudden, otherwise you'd be sitting in your office going, I don't even know what I would say. Well, my assistant is a PR, public relations graduate. And so together, mm -hmm. we kind of pulled together an entire methodology for you to go out and, and ask people for big dollars. Mm -hmm. and, and the videos help too, because with, the, so. with, the, that, with just about any organization I, I went to, uh, and approached, they, I showed them the video so they could have a visual of what we were trying to do. This is a professional deal. Yes. This isn't homespun, right. you know, Johnny, whatever, with mm -hmm. his suitcase walking into a library, like, derfy, derfy, right, right. no, it's, it's a big deal. It, yeah, it absolutely was. And, very professional. and you have, you, you have a, a very nice resume and I would always, I was, I would always tell them that too. Thank God for that. Mm -hmm. So, um, well, the, the other thing that I want to point out is I know for a fact that you were way outside of your comfort zone. Am I right? Oh, absolutely. <laughs> yes. How far? Oh, as far as you can get out of my comfort zone. So have you ever gone and solicited big funds from big organizations? Never. Never. Well, you did it. And so that's something that I want the listeners to, to hear. Like, chill out. Go, pray about it. Mm -hmm. Go do something huge. Mm -hmm. Like, if you can do it, somebody else can. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And not even just do the, the day of science, just whatever dream you have. Mm -hmm. Like, figure it out. Yeah. It's all good. Yeah. Like, this is your one and only life, dude. Let's roll. Mm -hmm. Let's spend it. Well, that's something I had from, the, from day one of just the more, I, the more I learned about the day of science and the more I mm -hmm. learned about the amazing chemistry show and the family experience, the more I learned about it, the more I, I was convinced that this would be something amazing for our community. And it's so. just, and it, it, it has brought so many people together. That's the piece that I don't think that I communicate enough. I try to. But in terms of the body of believers at your church, I think they have coalesced and, and, and have, have come together around this event in a way that had not happened before. Oh, absolutely. Before. Absolutely. And we even, we even partnered with another church yep. um, and at the second school. Um, we, we had another church that came, tank, came together with us and they, they were, there were volunteers from two different churches mm -hmm. and also some parents from, from the second school. And we and had again, an overabundance of volunteers at both schools. We did. 
So that's why, Rhonda, it went so well. Like this is one of the, 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 the smoothest day of science events that I've ever done. And the reason why is the abundance of volunteers. Yes. Because when we're short on that piece, it, it's just harder for everybody. But there were plenty of, of people there. Now, it, it took some convincing for people to participate because they just didn't understand what no. we were getting into. No. But um, did you use that big volunteer board? I did. Okay, so let me explain that to people. So envision the periodic table, right? Which I love. Who doesn't love the? Well, my wife always goes, Josh, nobody loves the periodic table. But I have this big board that looks like the periodic table, but the, the element tiles on the periodic table are the different jobs that need to be done for the day of science. As an example, there's one whole column about hospitality. So those are labeled blue if you're kind of a, want to, what do you say? Like want to host the teacher's lounge. You want to cook food. Mm -hmm. You want to decorate the teacher's lounge. Those are all hospitality things. They're like, I want to participate. I just don't want to be with kids. Right. We got you. Right. And so there were people who were drawn to that. And that was a huge win for teachers. Yes. To have breakfast, home-cooked breakfast. To have, oh, they loved it. Right? You want to go find a way into a teacher's heart, right? Um, another side was the yellow side. And that was the administrative pieces or the behind-the-scenes pieces. Set up, tear down. And so then there's exact job descriptions for what those look like. So people were, they picked up, picked up that card off the board and they're like, turn it over. They're like, oh, that's all I have to do. Mm -hmm. So it was, it was, I try to make it as easy as possible to make sense of it. That board was so, was so impressive in our lobby. Mm -hmm. It was in our lobby for a few weeks. That board was so impressive that our church wants to use it for more recruiting. Not, not that particular board, but that but format. That, that, that concept. Right. Well, praise the Lord for that. That's exciting. Because what it, Here's the trick, though. You, you have to have, by category, by gifting, and then, of course, we had the middle section, which was work with kids, mm -hmm. right? But you have to have the categories. But you also have to put in the time to go on the backside. What does this mean for this person's life? Mm -hmm. How much time are they going to do? How many days of the week? Right. What's, what's your skill set? And then all of a sudden, that's demystifying what they're going to be involved in. All of a sudden, every single person, of course, this is all like lead volunteers, the courses and stuff, right? Right everybody, when you ask them if they could participate, this, every one of us is as selfish as the day is long. All we're thinking about is, what does that mean for my life? Absolutely. Well, if I can demystify that and say, actually, this is all that it's going to count for your life. And they're like, well, that, that's simple. Well, we just covered a large hurdle right there, right? right? Well, I'm pretty excited about tonight. I can't wait. I've waited for this day for 18 months. <laughs> yes, with a lot of hard work. I'm about ready to tear up. I'm excited to share the gospel with this many people. This is what I live for. This is all of the craziness, all the hard work, all of the, you know, like manically trying to figure out if I have enough rubber bands mm -hmm. for, you know, thousand kids, the whatever. Like all of it is tipping toward sharing the gospel with 12 to 1400 people. That's the whole point. Right. Being away from my family. That's great. Those who have sacrificed houses, you know, land, mothers, children for the gospel, you will not, your, your reward will not be lost. And so I am pumped. You've been a fantastic ministry partner in this. Oh, I, I'm, I'm almost sad that it's over. I, I really am. am too. As, as, as crazy as that sounds, right? Mm -hmm. Because it's been an insane amount of work. It has been. And I know your husband yesterday after the second event, your husband's such a great guy, by Thank the way. Thank you, I think so. He is, he really is. And so we were standing outside and you were standing off, this, the, the event was done at the school, we'd all packed up, and you were standing in the sunlight, right? 
And he goes, oh, look, look, look. She's smiling. Do you see that? <laughs> I was. He, it was just. Yeah. And he said, last week, she was like this. <laughs> she was a little stressed. <laughs> a little bit. But that's a good case of the normals. Mm-hmm. I mean, this is a big deal. Um, and, and to speak on stress for just a minute, I get stressed every time I take the stage. And people are like, dude, you've done this like a thousand times. Well, the day that I'm not stressed is the day that something terrible is going to happen. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? Right. Like that, 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 is an, that is a normal thing. It's a normal thing. When, when you are stressed, all that is, is your body like, okay, it's go time. I got a little extra energy and I'm, ma- I'm not manically trying to figure out where something could fail so that it doesn't fail. So it actually works towards us. Now, I don't want to like go, you know, fall into a pit of darkness and anxiety and, mm-hmm. this, you know, be despondent or something. But like, here's what I would say. And I want to, this will be for you if we could push stop on the, on the podcast. But here's my word of advice and encouragement for you tonight. When you get those butterflies, that is a God-given thing. Just command them to fly in formation. Don't bump into each other in your stomach. Does that make sense? Good, good advice. Absolutely. Well, I can say that, yeah, I've now after seeing two elementary shows, and then I also got to see yes. two preschool, kindergarten, the little yeah. mini show that you do, you use that energy. I yes. mean, it, it, if, you, if you're stressed, no one could tell. Um, if you're nervous, no one could tell because you use that energy. You are so animated and so wonderful with those kids. And, and I, I, yeah. I was, I, even, even yesterday when one of the little preschoolers raised his hand and asked you if he could go to the bathroom. <laughs> right? I forgot about that. Yeah. In the middle of the show, a little green shirt, he goes, can I go to the, ba- can I go pee? And I said, oh yeah, buddy, come on. I mean, it's like roll with yeah, it, right? Yeah, you do. And it doesn't matter what those kids do, you roll with it. And it's, I can tell it's, it. I could tell, and I know the teachers could tell, that you have worked with thousands of children. Oh, my, my, my. Yeah. So. Thousands and thousands in the, the mm-hmm. tens and twenties and more thousands. Um, but that, that amount of energy going out, all that is is channeling a bunch of butterflies to work for me. That is a leadership lesson. It's not whether I'm going to have butterflies or not. Duh. Mm-hmm. I'm going to have butterflies but I'm now going to command them to do the good work that they're intended to do, which is to somehow channel me in that direction and not bang into each other. And I I literally, okay, this is crazy. We're all good. I talk to myself sometimes. You've seen this. I have. And I'm just as scared and nervous as everybody else. And so I do a lot of self-talk where I'll say, okay, everything's fine. Everything's fine. You're fine. Because I'm literally going bananas in my brain. Mm -hmm. And so I want somebody like you who thinks that I'm not scared pantsless. I want you to understand that I am. Mm -hmm. And then I'm doing self-talk so that I can like carry forward, right? But you know, also one of your leadership qualities too is that when everybody else, if someone else is stressed, Mm -hmm. um, you know, little things that happen and and nothing major happened, but the the little things that happened at the schools, you know, okay, we were out of popsicle sticks or we couldn't find, you know, whatever. You panicked over nothing. Every time somebody would come to you and we would think it was a crisis, you would think, no crisis, no big deal. No big deal. We can fix this. So. Well, aw, can you believe it's almost over? I don't want it to be over. (laughs) I know it's been super fun, but I did hear from your senior pastor. He said, we're going to have you back in two years. I'm willing. I'm willing as well. And what's cool to hear is that when I hear you say that you're willing, 
that's the biggest win for me. Because if all of a sudden this thing trashed you out, I have not done my job. Make sense? Makes sense. So for you to say, oh man, I want to do this again. That means that I won. Absolutely. Well, praise the Lord. Well, gang, this has been just another episode of the Lead Volunteers Podcast. Thank you, Miss Rhonda. You're so welcome. I got a new best friend now. Well, gang, thank you guys so much for listening. Hey, listen, quit freaking out. Go do big things. It's all good. And I can't wait to somehow, maybe I should put like an addendum on this after the after all 1,200 and some odd people, right? All right. <laughs> all right. God bless you guys. We'll catch you guys on the next one. Well, that wraps up today's podcast. Before we close, would you do us a favor? We need your help to get the word out about the Lead Volunteers Podcast. Three simple steps. First, subscribe. Second, leave a comment. And third, share the link to this episode on social media. Thanks again and keep leading your volunteers. Volunteers.